0: Comics the Comics Comics Spot The Comics Comics
1: Spot Everybody's talking at the
0: for you to see i put his bio up a few minutes ago with all of his links he's worked his way from the bottom of tampa bay to hosting his own show called comics loving comics at emerald city comics which is the largest comic book store in the tampa area he has a show there every saturday the first saturday of the month especially when the world reopens so he's also open for Bob Le- Levy and Artie Fletcher. This guy has guest appeared, featured, hosted, and even headlined for Shine Entertainment at, as and Chuck Tarzian, hope I'm getting that right. He's done it all, you guys. Let's go see him right now. Here he is. Look who's here. James Hey, hey James. Hey, Linda hi welcome back so we can redo this whole thing on new technology awesome what's going on in tampa during an amazing pandemic time
2: it's starting to get back to normal i think uh the first show comedy show it's like a mixed mic though it will be sunday i get to go do sunday night and then uh that's at steep station at ten forty-five. 45 that's when i go up and then uh as you can see, it's a beautiful day here. That's why I did it outside again. It's always beautiful in St. Pete.
0: Wonderful. So the ozone layer is clearing up, but, <laughs> but, you know, we're getting back a little bit at a time, and you do have a real in-person show coming up. So that's really great news. Right. They're going to social distance a little bit at the show.
2: Yeah, they still have to do that. Yeah. I'm sure there's a capacity, but it's an outdoor event. It's indoor outdoors type place. So.
0: Oh, great. So um, if people want to come to it, where is it located again?
1: Steep Station
2: on Central Avenue. It's 2601, I think, is the address on Central in St. Petersburg, Florida. There's comedians and musicians performing. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Did you send that to me in the information know. you sent?
2: I don't think I did.
0: Send it I to forgot. me later. I'll add it. I want to add it. Have you been people doing... People are
2: still scared to go outside, so I'm, I don't know if it's going to be a lot of people there or not, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I get
1: it. I'm scared to go out.
0: Yeah, I'm starting my own mic where I'm letting people get up and do loose 15 minutes. So eventually it'll be tight 15.
2: I saw that. I think I shared it on Facebook for you on my page. I know some comedians in Vegas, so
1: if they see the link,
2: then they'll come up and hang out with you.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. I tried to get 15 minutes spot a couple months ago and people were like, no, we're not gonna let you have 15 minutes at a mic. So I thought, okay, I'll start a 15 minute mic.
2: That's okay. the one I'm like I'm doing Sunday. You get 15 minutes on that set.
0: Wonderful. Everybody
2: signs up for that show.
0: <clears throat> so let's go back to the roots, because you you and I had an interview before on terrible quality, but take me back to your childhood. Like when was
1: oh, you funny?
2: Say that again I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. We talk over each other. That's what Zoom's all about. Take me back to when you first figured out you were funny and when people first figured you out you were funny.
2: Uh I was uh born in Chicago and I grew up in Michigan and I started to get into stand-up comedy by watching it when I was little, when I was about 11, but I got into music too so I started doing that. And then uh, I've always been drawing and doing tattoos and murals and stuff like that too so I always never really thought I never had that big of an urge to do stand-up at the point but I where you know you know if you're a funny person you're making people laugh so when I started bartending I started writing my jokes down I've been bartending in Florida and St. Pete for almost 20 years now as of March like 20 years I've been here and uh then I would serve you know I'd bartend for the, the rich and famous people that came and stayed in St. Petersburg or that lived here at uh the Vinoy Hotel downtown St. Pete and then Ric Flair one of the guys said start writing your jokes down and then I did and then a couple years later he's like you need to get on stage and so uh a couple other people talked me into it too but mostly him
0: (laughs) well you've got awards for bartending and you have probably got stories about the rich and famous what of that would you like to
1: talk about? Uh, every
2: competition I got into, I placed in, but mm-hmm. I, I'm more focused on making your guests set happy, you know? So joking around with them is one way to do it. And there's a lot of people I've met that – I've met Howie Mandel there. I've met – he was fun. <laughs> I met the Princess Ferguson of Wales. I didn't know who she was, and I was talking to her for, like, 20 minutes. Uh. When I met Howie Mandel, he was pretty awkward. We have a high-top table there. <clears throat> well, there's like four of them, but uh, this one seats like eight people, and it was filled because America's Got Talent was in Tampa. So it was filled with uh, Howard Stern and their family and Sharon Osborne and her family. And so when he, Howie Mandel came in, when they, those guys were the hosts back then, he came in, he uh, grabbed a cocktail table chair and dragged it over to the high-top. So when he sat down in the chair... He looked like a little kid, you know, with <laughs> his head poking out. I'm like, you could have grabbed I'll get you a chair from the bar if you want. So, you know, those are the same height. He's like, no, I'm fine. And he orders the fruitiest drink. He ordered our planners punch. It's like the fruitiest, girliest drink you can order. Yeah, they're good. I like them too. But... And then uh, Howard Stern made a joke about that as I was going to get the drink. I already put a napkin down. I put a coaster down everything. And I went and got the drink made, and he's such a germaphobe, when I came back, he had taken the napkin and he took the drink from me off my tray with the napkin and set it down and he kept the napkin in his hand the whole time he was drinking and talking and ordering and everything. And I said, hey, Howie, I was like, I love you and everything, but I touched that napkin too. So you're (laughs) touching that directly to your hand, you're wiping your mouth with your hand, you're touching your nose. I was like, but don't worry. <laughs> he got a big bug-eyed look on his face. Like, don't worry. The bartenders are the cleanest people in the world. We wash our hands after we touch money, you know, credit cards, dirty plates, dirty dishes, and dirty cups every time. We have hand sanitizer. This was probably in 2012.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. They The whole had table on- started
2: cracking up, actually.
0: They should have had you be a special a special
2: applicant out of that that's hilarious yeah that's just one of the funniest things queen latifah used to come to the bar because she didn't like room service she liked the bartenders so she'd come to the bar and she'd be wearing her pajamas and her fluffy slippers and there's a whole bar full of people wearing you know it's a five-star restaurant so they're all wearing tie suits you know club wear and she'd come down and order right from the bar (laughs) dj playing music in the hotel and She's wearing fluffy slippers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh He's a doll, though.
0: Yeah, I like her a lot. I'm glad she was a nice person to get to know. She, w- did she converse with you?
2: Yeah, would she talk with us while she's sitting there. She's nice.
0: I have a question for you.
2: Just to ask you about the city, you know, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Here's a question for you. Where's Bobo? Bobo? Yeah, where's Bobo today?
2: The Mexican gorilla stand-up comedian. Yeah, he's in his he's in his cage. He's a he's quite a character. He goes on stage every time I go on stage. You know, I Is see him at all the shows. Any- right now, he's staying here and he's locked up in his cage.
0: Is he in a good mood today? Can you bring him out?
2: Oh yeah, he's always in a good mood. I'll go find him if you give me one second. I'll get him out of his cage.
0: We we can wait. I'll take over. Tell him a joke here.
1: real quick. I'll be right back. I'll get him.
0: Hey, Bobo. All right. So Bobo, Bobo is, Bobo. Um, is very bringing Bobo. Bobo hey,
1: hey, every time he goes on stage, on stage. Hey, you can on. hear all the
0: wrestling in the background.
1: James was talking
0: about meeting some celebrities. I'm filling time till Bobo gets back here. I met a bunch of celebrities in my, get my day.
1: Guitar. I got to get my guitar and
0: everything. Was the, you can hear him in the background. My favorite celebrity to meet was the age-old scary guy Vincent Price. So I worked at the Portland airport in Portland, Oregon and I was waiting on this guy at the register and he bought two packages of certs and I looked at him and I said to myself I said you're either a high school teacher of mine or a famous man. So I said I'll know by your voice. Something said, I'll know this voice. Yeah, so I said, on, will that yeah, be exactly. all? And he goes, yes. And like, oh, you are Vincent Price. As if he needed me, the clerk, to tell him who he was. And that he was my was
1: bananas, web sighting. Go, How are we doing
0: back there, James?
1: I haven't eaten breakfast.
0: Did you have Where's to feed Listo? him?
1: Where's my baby, Listo? Oh, there's Listo, okay. Hey, listen, you got to do an
0: interview with me, buddy, on Facebook and on Zoom. Oh, okay, daddy. <laughs> Here oh. we go. Here comes Bobo. James Esterline and Bobo. It's like calling for the um All right, Hang on, where's my Where are
1: Okay. Are they coming?
0: I know
1: he's coming soon. All right, here I am. I am here.
0: There. Hey, my king said you wanted to say hi to me, buddies. Hi.
1: It's me, Bobo.
0: Bobo. Bobo. Oh, my gosh. My magical
1: tricycle. <laughs> well, how are we doing today, Miss Linda?
0: Good, Bobo. How do people know the difference between you and Bigfoot?
1: Oh, I'm a gorilla.
0: Oh, that's different. Are you into gorilla marketing? I'm a gorilla.
1: Do you like gorilla glue? Oh, that's what keeps my family stick together, you know? Gorilla glue. You stole my joke. Oh, I'm Uh,
0: so You're a funny lady. (laughs) Are you into gorilla marketing?
1: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Gorilla warfare when I'm on stage. You see my hands, they are white. But I am black gorilla, too. I'm half white gorilla, half black gorilla. Yes, I didn't get all the black gorilla parts where I wanted them. You know what I mean. (laughs) I'm from Mexico. Have you been to Mexico before? Yeah, I love it. I was born in a zoo in Chihuahua. My mom, she was taken from Congo and put in Chihuahua Zoo. That's where I was born at. Wow. Yes, I wanted to be stand-up comic. I used to get bullied when I was a little gorilla, baby gorilla, like Listo, my baby Listo. This is Listo. Hey, Linda. I'm baby Listo. <laughs> yes. Can you see him? Little bit. Not very good. Oh, he's a black gorilla. Like his mom. He looks like his mom. I'm going to sit down. Okay, Listo. You sit down. And so I used my, my humor as a defense mechanism when I was getting bullied. And I figured out you should go be a stand-up comic. So I jumped over Trump's stupid border wall and they come here to Florida to tell jokes on stage. <laughs> yes, Donald Trump, man. You like him? No comment. Oh, well. Donald Trump is silly. He believes that Harriet Tubman invented the subway. <laughs> you know, Donald, you silly goose. It's <laughs> uh, the Underground Railroad. That's he right. Said, you know, he thinks that Black Friday is a, a Ice Cube movie. That's how silly he is. <laughs> yeah, it's silly Donald. I said, Donald, it's the day after Thanksgiving, buddy. He's like, oh, whatever, you're fired. <laughs> I don't work for you, Donald Trump. I'm illegal. Anyway, if uh, they sent ice to Florida like they did a month ago to catch illegals like me and Baby Listo,
2: and they put us in a
1: cage, you know, and they put Baby Listo in one of them little cages, Like they put the baby Mexican kids. Listo don't care. You know, he don't mind. He was born in cage. Yes, I was born in cage. That's a funny joke, Listo. (laughs) I didn't write that one. Listo wrote that one. (laughs) Yes. I was born on, you know, I grew up on the streets of Chihuahua before I came over here, you know. I'm from the streets, you can tell, right? Totally. The direct question. Yes. My balls are from the street too, Linda. You know what street that my balls are from? No. Oh, it's actually cul-de-sac. That's <laughs> a silly joke. Where are you? <laughs> yes, that's how I, uh, I've been doing the shows and open mics here in the St. Petersburg area for like six months, maybe eight months. I don't know.
0: Yes. I bet you're a real hit with the ladies.
1: Yes, I like the ladies. My wife, Gorilla, snuck baby Listo into my hat when I jumped over the wall. And here I am with a baby now, though, you know, it's not really popular with the chicks to have a little baby.
0: (laughs) How many bananas do you eat on an average day?
1: Oh my gosh. They pay me in bananas. So I eat like 50, a hundred bananas a day. Wow. Yes. Do
0: You find bananas
1: appealing? Oh, that's a good. Yes, I like that one. <laughs> that's a good joke, amiga. I like it.
0: So, where'd your friend James Esterline go? Is he around? Uh, I don't or?
1: know. Mac James, he got me into comedy. So, he lets me stay in his backyard in the tree. He got a cage for me.
0: Mac James, get back that's a little his... bit if
1: you want me to go get him.
0: Well, Mac James is his stage name, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, don't get mad at me. I don't want any gorillas in Vegas coming
1: after me. Oh, no, no. You're a nice lady. I like you. You're a pretty lady. Thank you. I'm from Mexico, but I don't drink the Corona virus. That stuff is swill. I only drink good stuff, you know, like Pacifico virus, Modella virus. I drink uh, Dusecki virus is my favorite virus to drink, yes. It's the most infectious virus in the world. Yes, stay infected, my friends. Do you swallow? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> That's all I got. That's the only thing I could think of.
1: Oh, yes. fastest beer drinking gorilla in all of Mexico. <laughs> I'll go get your buddy if you want now.
0: Okay, go get your buddy. Get, go get. I'll be right back. Mac James, right? Yeah, yes. I'll be Mac right back. James. These stage names throw me, you guys. I'm like, I'm from the day where people had names, now people have names and aka's and aliases, or those who are the same. And they have stage names. <laughs> the gorilla is fighting with Mac James. Can you hear it? <laughs> He's a crack up. I know you guys are back there. You better be behaving. So I'm so happy to have Mac James on because in a very short while he's worked so hard at his craft and his craft drinks. He's there. He's underplaying it. He's got numerous awards for bartending. He's like been. All over the place. Every he says every time that he's been in a, a bartending contest, he's placed. Yeah, he's right. very highly, and he's, he's award winning, and he's done everything in comedy in the short oh, Mac. three years. And he's hey, Matt James
1: has come back to Linda's Mac comic James. spot.
0: Woo! Mac James is back. I sure appreciated getting to meet Bobo
1: he's got his own Facebook show or
2: Facebook live or Facebook channel or whatever you call it page called a... ask Bobo. Yes. I, people ask him questions and it gives them an answer.
1: Wow. Um, that's it's quite, usually pretty funny.
0: That's Whew. quite the interactive thing you got going on top of an impersonation and, and Bobo's also doing an impersonation of what was the little character's name?
2: Oh, that's his baby, Listo.
0: Listo, yeah. I've never yeah. seen that before. That was so cool.
2: I guess uh, when uh, the character got named Bobo like a year ago, before he ever even got on stage, he the person that named him Bobo didn't know that Bobo meant stupid in Spanish,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> which has nothing to do with my manager at work saying that she thought Bobo sounded Mexican when he was talking, so that's how he became Mexican initially, and then he had to have a backstory. So...
0: It's so cool, Listo, when,
2: Listo means clever in Spanish. So he got named clever so that he, he didn't have to carry the family name, <laughs> like Bobo <laughs> Jr. or nothing.
0: <laughs> you have a guitar there. Tell me what you got the guitar for, Mac James.
1: Gibby. It's a Gibson. His name's Gibby. He's the Power Tour Tony,
2: or sorry, Tiger Gibson electronic toy guitar. All the sensor bars light up and make different. It's like playing real guitar, kind of. Gosh. Gibby's awesome. He's actually the second one. The first one broke when I got hit over the head with a stop sign at the Lakeland County Line show last Aug. I don't know, what was it, July, I think. So this Somebody is Gibby can... 2, the sequel. Gibby 2 Dope.
0: Somebody hit you over broke. the head?
2: Yeah, the host gave me the light, and I told him to shut up and stuff. His name's... uh. George Alger, he was hosting a show in Lake City, we called the County Line Comedy Jam Show, and it's a pretty good show, but then I wouldn't get off stage, so he clubbed me with a stop sign, broke my guitar, Gibby Senior. Then I had a burial and a funeral for him on Facebook Live, and he's buried right over here in the, in the corner here at Mac James headquarters, right in the yard.
0: Mac James, <laughs> can you just move a little bit so the sun is not directly behind you, please?
2: Uh keeps moving. The sun keeps moving, not me.
0: That's Florida. Um, <laughs> there you- that's yeah, so that's right. The
2: guitar's fun. I take it on stage with me and play guitar.
0: Can you play a little? Are you planning on playing something right now?
2: No, I just had it. The gorilla was supposed to play it. I gave it to him. He didn't oh, use oh. it.
0: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> he forgot. He's oh. a gorilla, you know. He's not <laughs> the smartest.
0: <laughs> so... How have you been doing getting through the pandemic?
2: I'm. Uh, I didn't have, hoard any toilet paper like everybody else has been hoarding toilet paper, you know, because I got a little puppy, and uh, when he poops on his training pad, I just go over there and shit on the training pad next to him, and then we just drag our ass on the carpet together, That's and good. I just roll it up and throw it in the garbage. So I didn't worry about the toilet paper issues.
0: You both like to express yourself. <laughs> No,
2: I'm just working every day I work I'm a bartender so we're not serving anybody at the bar just the tables because the social distancing you can't have a bar full of people yet and uh I do a lot of to go take out orders people come in and that's where I get I mean it's not bad money so I got to keep doing it until we can bartend again
0: right so just so that the new people that didn't see the original video we did on bad equipment take us to the when you got on comedy and when you started comedy three years ago, what all you did to get to where you're at now.
2: You just got to get on every single stage you can, whenever you can. And so if you can get on three open mics a night, get on three and listen to people's advice that are if you don't think they're malicious, you know, if they're nice people, listen to their advice and keep hitting mics, and then someone's going to eventually ask you to come do a show, so you do, and you're just filling a spot basically. <laughs> that's what it felt like, but it was a long 40-minute spot that I filled, and it was in uh, Alex Soto's show, and that wow. was, like, uh, two hours from here in Summerfield, in the middle of the sticks, in the middle of the woods. It How wasn't, did that go? It didn't go great, <laughs> and then, uh, so I did some more, you know, shows people would ask me to do, but you just get to as many open mics a night as you can, you know, right after work, or you got to have time for your family, too, so can't do it every single night for some people but if you're someone that can that's the best advice I'd give and then keep hitting open mics and I do a lot of reading and watching videos like masterclass. I watch Steve Martin's masterclass and finish that
0: what made you and, decide uh, to go into comedy in the first place
2: I always wanted to do it since I was like 11 years old and then uh finally like three and a half years ago I was talked into doing it after I was writing all my material down. And so if I would have bombed though the first time, I probably wouldn't have done it again. So it went well. The bombing came later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bombed for the first five years.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if I look back at that video, I'm like, this is horrible. You're lucky that you had some friends there and some other comedians like a few of your jokes. (laughs) It wasn't as horrible as like Ben Tong Z, the panda bear stand up comic book or comic <laughs> the first time that panda bear went on stage at coconuts comedy club that's the oldest comedy club in florida at bob shoemaker's place there he bombed not a single laugh five straight minutes this panda stood there and told panda jokes gay panda jokes he's a gay panda on stage and not a single laugh it was the most awkward thing i've ever seen in my life
0: <laughs> <Holy burrito. laughs>
2: it was uh, somebody like that dresses up like a gorilla or, or a panda i guess yeah. Really awesome. but he did good after that a couple times.
0: That's awesome. So
2: he tells this uh panda bear joke because he's a gay panda. He said that uh once he hooked up with a crazy polar bear, but the polar bear wasn't gay like him. That crazy polar bear was bipolar.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a whole different kind of polar, huh? <laughs> yeah, so Where do you plan on taking your comedy now that you've had time away to rethink it all?
2: I'm going to pick up where I left off and start hosting my show again at Emerald City Comics. And then a buddy of mine, Nathan Gillardi. You interviewed Nathan Gillardi, I think.
0: Well, I'm going to be having him on again, too, later tonight at 6 o'clock.
2: He's been doing comedy like eight, seven years, like twice Mm -hmm. as long as me, but he's a lot younger than me. But uh, we're going to be doing a show together. We're just looking for the right room right now.
0: Oh, wonderful. Let me then, know. Uh, yep.
2: Hopefully, you know, in a couple of years, I can start touring when my son graduates. I don't want to be doing that while he's in school.
0: That'll be so awesome. I look forward to seeing that.
2: I can tour Florida, but I just can't really tour much further than like North Georgia right now. Yeah. Kids.
0: So you've got... Um, You know, you do impersonations and you have comedy that you've developed very, you know, very quickly by doing very hard comedy gigs. You've been out there doing everything from featuring, hosting, headlining, and and doing all the open mics you can. So.
2: Yeah, one headlining and that was for, I got $25 plus tips. On the side from the host and mm-hmm.
0: the Head,
2: headlining. Was, was the headlining
0: when you was that when you opened for Bob Levy and Artie Fletcher? Or was that separate?
2: Oh, that was way separate. Yeah, <laughs> I headlined yeah. At, at an open mic. I did a thirty-minute set at an open mic, and that was the feature, the headliner, whatever you call it. And then uh was that like spo- when you know,
0: sorry, a lot of guest spots. We're talking over each other. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, that I'm sorry. Great with this Zoom yet. What was it like getting to open for Bob Levy and Artie Fletcher?
2: That was pretty nerve wracking. <laughs> and then I was doing good on stage and then uh, started telling some Trump jokes. And uh, I guess they're not big fans of that because they're Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd was as well as Artie and uh, Bob. So a couple minutes later, I recovered. <laughs> And then I closed with a solid, my last eight minutes was real solid. (laughs) Everybody laughed. (laughs) But it was really scary. But those guys are awesome, man. I love them.
0: Yeah, I got to meet Artie. He's very, very nice. I've never met Bob Levy in person.
2: I watched the interview you did, though. That was good.
0: Wasn't he great?
2: He's funny as hell. He had my wife really laughing everywhere. I've never seen her. I mean, she liked, uh, I took her to the show I hosted downtown last year and I had Lindsay Glazer and she laughed just as hard at her cause she's hilarious.
0: I love Lindsay Glazer. She comes here to Vegas quite a bit and does a Steve McAnally show.
2: Oh yeah. She always encouraged me. So she's not one of the comments that blow you off when you ask them about, Hey, what do you think of this bit? You know, she'll tell me what she thinks and if she doesn't like it or does like it or what. And if I ask some other comedians and they're not even Lindsay Glazers, they're locals, friends and, I don't don't bother me with your material. I got to worry about my own business.
0: Yeah, it's tough getting people who you know people who are competing against you for spots. I don't look at it
2: as competition though to me, but the other people do. Like you said,
0: yeah, that's me. Right. You're only
2: you're only in competition with yourself with your last set. That's the bottom line.
0: That's all there is.
2: That's how I look at it. If you did well your last set, you got to do better. And if you did, you bombed. You know, you, that's what people are going to judge you by. Your last set you did and you bombed.
0: that's why you're going places at with three years under your belt because you're tough and you're not, you know, if one person won't help you, you'll find somebody that will.
2: The guy that hit me with a stop sign, George Alger, went to comedy school and that's where he started. He never got on another stage besides that, besides the one he hosted and then a stage that he did here with me in Tampa Bay. He did two mics with me here in Tampa when he was here to visit me, but he said he's never been on any open mics and, just went to comedy school and like, that's the easy road, man. I'd...
1: Ouch. Yeah. Why <laughs> you get to host he...
2: your own shows because you went to a comedy school and I had to bust my butt to get better at timing and better at everything, better at placing jokes in your set, and not place putting certain jokes in your sets and
0: <laughs> reading your he...
2: crowd. And <laughs>
0: Why did he want you to get off stage and what made him think it was okay to hit you with a stop sign?
2: Right. And he killed my best friend, Gibby. I had to get a new guitar. Uh, he's a big jerk. And if I ever see that jabroni again, I'm going to rock bottom him right through a table. Uh, we're friends. I'm just kidding. We set yeah. the whole thing up. We set the whole bit up.
1: Did you I really? wouldn't
2: get off stage. And I was giving him business. And then I said, you got to hit me with the chair. But the owner wouldn't let him use a steel chair. So he went and got a stop sign like old, uh, what was it, UFC style, you know? <laughs> or no, yeah. what was it?
0: That's what it made WWE me think it. it was
2: hardcore. I can't remember the name of it. I watch wrestling, too, and I can't think of it. This but yeah, he hit me with a stop sign. I threw myself on the ground. Everybody thought I was hurt because I wouldn't get off stage.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of the UFC.
2: What was it called before? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a wrestling division that Vince McMahon bought. It had like Rob Van Dam was in it. I'm trying to think of the name of it. They always use stop signs in it.
0: Got it. So how is the pandemic going to make you a better husband, family man, comic? With all the time you've had to rethink all your values.
2: Right? If my wife doesn't kill me, (laughs) I'll be really extra nice to her. (laughs) (laughs) Penned up in the same house. She's a teacher. So she's yeah. been teaching online to the kids on, on the computer.
1: Yeah.
2: And my son's been on the computer on the other computer all day, every day, because they're giving him twice as much work, and he's in all the honors courses and in this magnet program for technology. So they don't kill me for just playing jokes on them all day and <laughs> running around with gorillas, <laughs> driving tricycles, stuff like that.
1: I she bet gets, the neighbor. I, dri- I right.
2: drive her crazy is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> So yeah. I'm trying to not be <laughs> as obnoxious when she's I at school all day name and name I'm at home though. before I gotta go to work. I get to do whatever I want here in Mac James headquarters.
0: Mac James, I, jump,
2: I jumped off that rooftop once through a big thing. We caught on fire and what? it was a stunt we did. We we do all kinds of. I rode a skateboard off the rooftop up there. Oh my! We crashed God. through these ladders that we had set up. We do stupid stuff back here. But when she's home all summer and now that this pandemic's here. And she hasn't gone back to work. I think they canceled school for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's like another week, but they canceled it months ago.
0: <laughs>
2: she, I can't really catch stuff on fire out here. <laughs>
0: Do your neighbors love you?
2: My neighbor is a pastor at the church next door here. <laughs> yeah, at the Mac James headquarters. So one time <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I'm gonna, I was all dressed up in my suit and tie and he came out all dressed up in his suit and tie. I said, Hey, where are you going? Like I, it wasn't Sunday. He's like, I'm going to the hospital downtown and start praying with some people that are dying of cancer and stuff. I'm like, Oh, cool. Well, he's like, where are you going? I'll dress up. I'm like, Oh, I gotta go do a show where I'm going to tell a joke about my mom's vagina. He said, uh, okay, break a leg. (laughs) 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 He's cool. with it.
0: That's so cool.
2: My other neighbor, I don't even know how he knows my name, but he, uh, he said, "James, come here," and he helped me fix my tricycle. And uh, while he was fixing it, he's okinawan so his whole house has got okinawan flags in his backyard. It's just like Mr. Miyagi's. He's got an old, cool car. He's got chickens everywhere. Everything's immaculate, and there's lots of uh, luxurious uh, plants and stuff everywhere, and bonsai. And I'm like, "Oh, cool, man!" He's like, uh, he's being real nice to me. And, his kid's over there, comes over, says, hi, James. I'm like, I don't even know how you know my name. <laughs> <laughs> weird. That part was weird. And then uh, I was like, can I call you Mr. Miyagi? He's like, oh, James, you funny. <laughs> He's like, yes, you can call me Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> if I can call you Daniel-san. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is like a dream come true. I grew up in the 80s and loved karate. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, this is awesome. He taught me some karate, too. He taught me uh, how to wax on. I'm not very good at that, but I'm pretty good at waxing off. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> I,
0: did,
2: I did ask him to teach me karate, too.
0: <laughs> it sounds like another character for a different gorilla.
2: All right. <laughs> he lives across the street from my the pastor. So. You got some
0: characters there. for neighbors.
2: Yeah, my gabers are across the street.
0: You have some gabers.
2: It's a luxurious neighborhood here at Mac James headquarters. We got the lady that calls code enforcement on everybody that lives right here, and her husband's cool, but she's like mean. Wow! <laughs> Someone's lighting their backyard on fire and jumping off their roof. You know, fire department shows up. I don't even answer the door, and they go away. The fire's been put out.
0: <laughs> uh, Mac James, you're a riot. I'm gonna. Go- <laughs> I'm going to post all the stuff you sent me again with the video later today. And um I can't thank you enough for letting me retape you and for people to get to know who you are off stage. Cuz oftentimes funny. people just get to know who who comics are when they're on stage. You let us into your backyard, to tell us about your neighbors, to show us Bobo. And what's Bobo's child's name again?
2: baby listo
0: baby listo which means yeah. he's what
2: he's super cute my manager put that diaper on him for me because i didn't know how to do it
0: <laughs> what does listo mean again clever, clever. in spanish
2: yeah <laughs> so
0: much better than bobo in spanish right definitely <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to head on out. But anytime you want to come back on for five minutes and make any special announcement of something you're doing, you're welcome back. You're a riot.
2: All right. I'll be doing that soon. You're a lot of fun too, Linda.
0: Thank you so much, James. Have a great day. I miss you already.
2: All right. Thank you. I love, love you.
0: Bye, talk to you later. Hey, Bye, James. James Esterline, everybody.
1: Everybody's talking